Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Great to have you today. I want to talk today about uh, receiving, uh, turning on your expectation to receive, and really where we do our our giving out of Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 and 8 says, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. One of the most important things as a believer is to learn to live out of the overflow. You know, it's the same when it comes to prosperity. God's a provider. His name is Jehovah Jireh, but he's also El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, the God of more than enough. So you really, wherever you choose to set your faith is where you live out of. If you, if you have faith that God's going to provide enough food to eat every month and, and pay your bills, then your faith will be there and you'll live out of that. But it takes the same faith to then look at the word and see, I see there's provision for abundance. And so you actually just learn to shift the faith forward. Well, if God's going to provide and it's going to have to be supernatural, then Lord, I'm going to believe that I can start eating better food. I'm going to believe that I can schedule fun into my life. I'm going to believe for a vacation that you want me to be rested. And so you start extending the faith. And so it's the same for people. People, uh, when you minister and to all the future ministers and really just to to believers, because we're all called to the ministry of reconciliation, we're called not to minister out of condemnation. We're called not to, not to witness out of, oh, I have to win souls, so let me go win souls. You know, you may feel that way, but ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to give you a grace where you're doing it because you can't help yourself, where you're doing it out of the overflow. When I go to minister, if I'm doing healing school, I can't come in dry. I have to come in uh, full. I have to come in overflowing, and I pour out of the overflow on the inside. And so he says, heal the sick cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. And then he says, freely you have received, freely give. God wants us to get to the place where we're, where we create a lifestyle of receiving from the presence of God. You saw this in the life of Jesus, how he would go and they would travel to a new area and then he'd cast out devils and he'd heal the sick and he'd do all this. But then if you pay attention, often it says he would, he would go often and would go wake up early in the morning and go up into a mountain to pray. Why? Well, I need to refuel. I got to have something to give the people. I made a determination early on when I started preaching that I would never go to the Word to try and find a message. I'm not, I I get my messages from the Word, but I don't spend time in the Word to get a message. I, I spend time in the Word for myself, and then the message is what the Lord's been putting in my heart. And so I've hit, I, I continue to put the word in my heart because I have a living, breathing relationship with the Lord, but it's a terrible feeling to know you have to preach and, oh, let me open my Bible and like find a message. You know, if the Lord says preach on faith and then you feel Hebrews, that's one thing to like look up the scriptures. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about like, I don't know what I'm preaching on. Let me go spend 30 minutes reading the Bible and maybe I'll get something. Let me go look for a message. It's a terrible feeling because you're not ministering out of the overflow. You're ministering out of, let me pick a verse and just repeat this verse and try to come up with something creative to say. And so God's looking for us as, as believers, really, whether you're called to the ministry or not, to live in a place of overflow, to learn how to freely receive. We'll never get to the point where we don't need to go back to the presence of God and receive, where you can come and plug in plug in. The more, the more you need to give, the more you need to plug in. He said to the disciples, freely you have received, freely give. If they wouldn't have been able to receive for themselves, they wouldn't have had anything to give. And so for some people, it's difficult to receive. 
and they find it hard to receive from the presence of God. They, 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 they can't get joy. They, they can't seem to feel the presence of God. And there's, there's a couple of reasons. Some people live in continual sin, and so their hearts get hardened. I had someone that I was talking to who said, man, I've, I've uh, been fighting against this, this sin in my life, and I'm, I'm doing awesome, and things have been going great. And man, I'm in worship, and for the first time, I'm like feeling the presence of God. Man, that isn't that so awesome? Like when you start to, when your heart gets soft enough to where you're, you're, you're able to enter into the presence of God. So some people find it hard to receive because their hearts harden from sin. Sin has a hardening effect of the heart. So you may look around. I remember a time when I was playing as a teenager and young adult. I was playing so much video games where I felt like I had abused my emotions. Like my emotions, I felt like I couldn't feel emotions like other people could. People would be crying in church, and I'd be like, I haven't cried in a year. I don't even know if I can cry. I was listening to the wrong music, playing a lot of video games. You know, you can play past the point. Your conscience will begin to tell you, hey, you've watched enough TV. Step away, right? And so your conscience can tap on your shoulder and be like, yo, you're, you're kind of pushing the limits. And when you push that and you just push past it and you play for another three, four, five hours, you get to the point where emotions, emo- at least for me, emotions ran out. And I was like, Lord, I'm, here we in the anointing, people, you're touching people, people are crying, people are weeping, people are laughing, and I feel nothing. Am I broken? Can I even cry ever again? Like I felt this way. And then you start to press into the things of God and make different decisions. Lord, I'm going to start spending time in your word. I'm going to, I'm going to change what I'm doing. Sin will make it that it's hard to receive from God. And so there has to be true repentance when there's sin, and there has to be a decision to change. Repentance isn't just, Lord, I'm sorry. Repentance is a decision to turn around. Repentance means to go in the opposite direction. And so you make a choice. I want to be able to receive from God. I remember talking to my brother one time and, and I hadn't ever received the joy. And I said, you know, as far as like, I'd been joyful before, but not like laughed under in the presence of God, like the joy. And, and I remember my bro- talking to my brother and my brother said, you know, God can't do through you what he hasn't done in you. And that was hard for me because I'd been pressing in for weeks for the joy, you know, Lord, you got to do something, but he can't do through you what he hasn't done in you. If you want joy to flow out of you, you've got to have allow the Lord to come and touch you in an area. If you want the fire of God to come out of you, you've got to allow him to put the fire of God in you. And your encounter with the fire of God may look differently than somebody else. For for Pastor Rodney, he laughed and cried for three days and felt the presence of God for three days. For other people, it's different. People have different, he said it was like electric fire. It was like electricity, like hot liquid electricity. For other people, it's different. And so you don't look at the outward of what it feels like. But there's a fire on the inside of you that comes. There's a boldness that comes. There's a, there's, a, a phys- there's a supernatural strength that comes. But you allow the Lord to do it. And that's why spending time in the anointing and putting yourself around places to receive a touch of God is so important. It's something that you have to be able to plug into. Freely you have received, freely give. It doesn't mean you have to go get sick and get, you know, Kenneth Hagin, you, you look at some of the famous um, People with healing ministries, Kenneth Hagin was raised off his deathbed. Oral Roberts is a teenager raised off his deathbed, healed. Lester Summerall, you're like, well, if I want to have a healing ministry, I guess I got to go get near to the point of death and God raised me up. So that's not it. God's given us his name, the authority, the word of God for that. But when it comes to the touch of God, when it comes to where we're to minister out of daily, you you, you have to place an importance on receiving from God. The only reason I cover this is because it's easy 
to get distracted and to get away from it, where you're just so busy doing things, especially those people who are in Bible school. And if you go into the ministry, it's like easy to like get busy giving out, giving out, giving out, and then you don't take in for yourself. And that's where burnout comes from. That's where bad attitude comes from. That's where hurt comes from. But you find it where you stay oiled up. The anointing is the WD-40 for your spiritual joints. So you spend time. You prioritize. I get into services and I say, Lord, I'm going to receive something tonight. Lord, I'm, I've come to get joy. Lord, if anyone's getting a touch from, from you, it's me. Lord, I come to receive from you. And you start to place a demand so the Lord can do a work on the inside of you. And then if you've been in the anointing and you said, man, I've never had this crazy encounter where I like I flew through the air. Again, stop looking at what it looks like on the outside. But what you do is you start placing yourself in the anointing and saying, Lord, I'm hungry for you and I'm open my heart. Lord, whatever you want to do and whatever you whatever it's going to look like, I don't, it doesn't have to feel a certain way. But Lord, I just want you to work in my life. And so you make that decision. Lord, I've come to receive. Even just spending time in the Word of God and then spending time in worship, you have your own quiet time turning on worship and just spending time worshiping the Lord. You start to sense the presence of God. That's where you get fueled back up. You spend time in the Word and you let the Lord supercharge you. You listen to preaching, you let the Lord supercharge you. It's it's as you take in that you can give out. Obviously, you carry a reservoir, but you take in the presence of God. Presence of God is 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 the is the the juice that I need to live off, to run off of. Freely you have received, freely give. Some people can't, don't seem to be able to receive because they haven't forgiven themselves. They, they've made mistakes and they've never moved past it. They'll forgive somebody else. They, they see it's easy for someone else to receive, but, but they just haven't forgiven themselves. They haven't moved past it. They haven't seen that they're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Forgive yourself today. Move forward. If you need to, you can go back and listen to the podcast we did called The Power Is For You. God's made it that this is for you. This is your inheritance. Joy unspeakable. The kingdom of God's not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Freely you have received. Freely give. The Bible says in James that every good gift and perfect gift is from above. So we come to him and then he fills up us up and then we pour out. There's a scripture in 1 John that says, and this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he gave himself for us. And that always kind of puzzled me because I said, Lord, how come my love to you is not love, but your love to me is love? And the Lord showed me that it was, I end up using, I use the love that he pours in to love others. So if you find yourself being short with other people, it's probably because you're not allowing yourself to be loved. You're not allowing yourself to receive. You can't get so busy doing that you don't learn to stop and receive. Lord, I come into your presence. Lord, I need you to touch me. I need you to fill me. I need you to lift this burden off my shoulder. I need to laugh. I need to have joy. I need to receive from your presence, Lord. Lord, do a work on the inside of me. God wants to pour out his love on you. Freely, be be a person who receives all the time. When you get around the anointing, don't get shy. Lord, this is for me. I don't care what I look like. You know, you could just come to the place where you just say, man, I don't care what people think of me. I'm all in on this Holy Ghost thing. I'm all in on this fire of God, joy unspeakable, laughing. I don't care who sees me. I don't care if Anderson Cooper comes and wants to do a special on me. This is who I am. I'm a Christian. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm, a f- I'm full of the fire of God, full of the anointing, full of the joy of the Holy Ghost. I believe in signs and wonders and miracles and healings, and I believe in the rapture. And I'm one of those crazy ones that the Bible talks about. I believe in prosperity I believe in all of it. I'm just all the way in. 
I'm all the way in. You know it's for you. At some point, you have to take it personally. You have to take it personally. This is for me. This joy is for me. This, this touch is for me. Being refueled is for me. Being encouraged is for me. Being full of life is for me. Being full of joy is for me. It doesn't matter what my personality has been like in the past. This is for me. This is my inheritance. I'm freely receiving to freely give. I'm freely receiving to freely give. When you set your focus on obviously doing what God's called you to do, but, but you take the time to receive from the Lord, to allow the Lord to touch you and pour out on you and receive, that's where the strength comes from. That's where the motivation comes from. That's where the unction comes from. That's where the touch comes from that you reach out and touch other people with. He pours in the love and then you pour it out from there. Make sure you go to the source and you stay plugged in. And John, I'll finish up with the scripture. It says, John chapter 15, let me read it to you. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, Oh, he actually starts off by saying, I'm the true vine and my father is the husband is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it. It may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the words which I've spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in me. Excuse me, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. If you abide in me, verse 7, and my words abide in you, you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So you stay plugged in. Stay plugged into the love of God, to the presence of God. Make a decision this year that you're going to enjoy the presence of God more than any other time. And if you say, man, I haven't received the touch like some of the people have, then you just put your eyes on the Lord. He's no respecter of persons. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And just, just rest and just say, Lord, I'm coming after you. I don't care what anyone else does, Lord. I'm coming after you. And focus on worshiping him, spending time in his presence. He'll come and touch you. He'll fill you. He's looking for opportunities to fill his people. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you next time.